from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us as we joyfully offer this prayer of consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary for the third week of Advent. Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, to your Immaculate Heart we consecrate ourselves in an act of total entrustment to the Lord. By you we will be led to Christ. By Him and with Him we will be led to the Father. We will walk in the light of faith and we will do everything so that the world may believe that Jesus Christ is the one sent by the Father. With him, we wish to carry his love and salvation to the ends of the earth. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass in the season of Advent. My name is Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from a family who are parishioners of St. Clement's Parish in Etobicoke, Ontario. This Mass is being offered for their daughter's birthday and in thanksgiving for blessings received. St. Clement's Parish was the first Christmas Mass that I celebrated in Canada way back in 1973. We know that this televised Mass brings meaning to the lives of tens of thousands of Canadians across our land and around the world, and they join me in thanking the donor for the gift of this Mass. And as we prepare ourselves for the last seven, eight days before Christmas, we ask the Lord to come quickly, for the world awaits you. Lord Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the light to all nations. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the salt of the earth. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, creator and redeemer of human nature, who will that your word should take flesh in an ever-virgin womb, look with favor on our prayers that your only begotten Son, having taken to himself our humanity, may be pleased to grant us a share in his divinity, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. Jacob called his sons and said, Gather round, that I may tell you what will happen to you in days to come. Assemble and hear, O sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Judah, your brother, shall praise you. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons shall bow down before you. Judah is, an, is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He crouches down and stretches out like a lion, like a lioness who dares rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler, ruler's staff from between his feet until tribute comes to him, and the obedience of the peoples is his. 
the word of the Lord. Be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. An account of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. 
Perez, the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Aram, Aram, the father of Aminadab, Aminadab, the father of Nason, Nason, the father of Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz by Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed by Ruth, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. And David was the father of Solomon, of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, Solomon was the father of Rehoabam. Rehoabam was the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asaph. Asaph, the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Joran. Joran, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah, the father of Jotan. Jotan, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Amos. Amos, the father, uh, the father of Josiah and Josiah, the father of Jeconiah and his brothers, so at the time of the deportation into Jerusalem. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Salatiel, Salatiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, Abiud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim the father of Eliud, Eliud the father of Eleazar, Eleazar the father of Matan, Matan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, from David to the deportation of Babylon, 14 generations, and from the de deportation to Babylon to the Messiah, 14 generations. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, that was a long reading. But if you took the first reading from um, Genesis chapter 48 and this, it would make a beautiful app for Ancestry.com CA. If we look at the first reading, we find that Jacob is blessing his 12 sons. But he starts off with Judah. It's good to go back to Genesis 48 and read the whole thing, because in reality, he starts with Reuben, Simeon, Levi. And instead of blessing them, he seems to curse them. He scolds them for the way they behave and how improperly they behave. And then he goes straight to Judah and he praises Judah, and today we have half of Israel, Israel to the north and Judah to the south, named after this very son. And this is a good background to the genealogy of Jesus Christ, which starts with Abraham and comes down to Jesus that Matthew writes, to, writes for us. If we go to Luke's gospel, Luke starts from the bottom, starts from Jesus, goes to Abraham, then goes beyond Abraham, all the way to Adam, and he ends up with Adam, the son of God. So what do we make of this, this huge, big genealogy? Just read a whole lot of names. Been so, better, so much better if it was Harry, James, and John, but it is not. We got the, all these names. And Raymond Brown puts them into four beautiful categories. First, he speaks about the patriarchs. Then he speaks about the kings, the great kings and the lower kings. And then he speaks about the rest. And the basis behind the whole 
whole uh, reading of that genealogy is the words from Our Lady's Magnificat. Penontas eneplesen agathon kai plutuntas exapestelen kenus. He has filled the hungry with good things, and he has sent the rich away empty. And so when we get this whole list of people, all we are looking for is God is in control. If we look at all of them, they are nobodies. And yet God will work through all of them. <clears throat> Abraham, when he comes to the land, he's got absolutely nothing. And then comes Isaac and Jacob. Now in the patriarchal system, <clears throat> the land goes from the father to the eldest son. But if you look very carefully, it does not. Instead of Ishmael, it goes to Isaac. Instead of Esau, it goes to Jacob. Instead of Reuben and Simeon and Levi, it goes to Judah. <clears throat> and when we look at them, it's the eldest son who was more important and who was more competent. Ishmael was so good that he became the father of 12 different tribes. Whereas Isaac, if we read the Bible very carefully, you see he's a weakling. Most of the time he's in bed. Most of the time he cannot see. He has to be fed by hand. It is Ishmael who should have been given the land. And then when we come to the sons of Isaac, Esau and Jacob. Esau is the hardworking one. He goes out and works. He hunts. He brings things back. Jacob, on the other hand, is sly. He's a cheat. He's a liar. And yet he inherits. And then when we come to Judah, to Simeon, to Levi, and to Reuben, they are the ones who wanted to protect their brother J Joseph. Judah was the one who said, let's kill him. He is the dreamer. He is the one who should be put to death. So all throughout this, we get this same message that God is in control, that it is not the one that you and I expect, but it's the one that you and I don't expect that the Lord will choose. And then we come to the kings, the great kings and the ordinary kings. The great kings are King David, King Solomon. When they came, to the throne, they had the whole of Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, the whole kingdom. What does David do? He goes and blows it through adultery, through murder, through arrogance, where he says, I want to count every person in my army. And then we have Solomon, the wise Solomon. He goes and picks up 300 wives and 1,000 concubines. In our post-Freudian age, we might get a little taken up with all these numbers, but there were basically treaties with kings around. He made very good treaties, and therefore the land was firm. But then he goes and follows the idols and the traditions of all the women that had been in his life, and he blows it as well. And then we have the ordinary kings, a whole list of them, and if you go through the whole list of them, not one of them is worthy of the kingdom of God. Not one of them is worthy of David, except Salatiel and Zerubbabel, two names that don't mean much to you and don't mean much to me until I go and do some research. Once again, the message is God is in charge. And therefore, when we read this whole genealogy, let us not get distracted. 
let us realize that God is in charge. We have seven days left. We start with the O antiphons at this time. And during these O antiphons, we will speak about the uh, titles of Jesus Christ from the time he was promised by the prophets right until Bethlehem, where he is born. Let us pray these O antiphons, which we will hear every day at the gospel acclamation. And if you do the bravery before the antiphon, before the vespers and after the vespers. God bless you all. And may you, during this last time, await for the divine Messiah to come. God bless you. Let us, as we carry on with the Eucharist, bring our prayers and petitions in the silence of our hearts. Loving and gracious God, receive the petitions that we have made and bless the sponsors who have sponsored this Mass through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Bless us, God. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Sanctify these gifts of your church, O Lord, and grant that through these venerable mysteries we may be nourished with the bread of heaven. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice in the mystery of the Nativity, so that he might find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with the angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Name of the Lord, O 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. <clears throat> In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. <coughs> the mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of our world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, all our clergy, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the the kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us share with one another wherever we are a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Amen. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us join together in this prayer to St. Joseph. Hail, guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To you, God entrusted his only Son. In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a father and guide us in the path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage, and defend us from every evil. Amen. Let us pray. Nourished by these divine gifts, almighty God, we ask that you grant our desire that aflame with your spirit we may shine like bright torches before your Christ when he comes, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Lord, be with you. 
with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go now in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. Present unseen, voice in our silence, song in our midst. We are your people, knowing unsure. Come, Lord Jesus, come. God of all dreaming, the Mass, the mystery at the center of Salvation Study Guide, serves as a resource for Catholics who want to pass along the faith to others. Father Michael Coots reflects on how our Eucharistic celebration took its present form and why participation in the Mass can be transformational. For more information, please visit our website or call our office at 1-888-383-6277.